Warning, the Federal Communications Commission requires that we inform you that this episode of the Derek Duvall Show may contain content inappropriate for children. Listener discretion is advised. The FCC also requires us to inform you that this episode may contain the words f***, s***, d***, asshole, mother boy, dumpster, galloping wit, but in like a British way, and also, strangely, cul-de-sac. Once again, this show may contain content not suitable for anyone but the coolest children. Listener discretion is advised. Powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to friends, foes, and neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, because what you're about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show. Prepare yourself for pop culture, commentary, and interviews featuring no drama and no controversy guaranteed. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Productions Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Aloha, Duvall Nation, and welcome to this very special bonus episode that I have put together. Fun fact, this episode is being released while I am vacationing with my wife in Hawaii. You know, the state that brought you Elvis movies and Obama. A month or so ago, I promised my 1,000th Twitter follower that they would get a platform on the Derek Duvall Show to speak about their show or whatever they wanted to talk about. The winner of that 1,000th follow spot was X Radio X, a fun podcast that I am now a subscriber of. Here's a little trailer. X Radio X, we are two ex-college radio guys who became ex-professional radio guys who are now professionally guys in other professions. Tune in as we discuss music. Okay, right there. Let's just stop right there <laughs> for a moment. That up. We don't. All right. Let's just break down those three things. I feel like we're playing one of these things is not like the other, but the answer is every single one of these things is not like the other. That's right. The state of radio today. In the year 2525. 25. Oh, I love that you're singing. You're welcome. And anything else that pops in our heads. See, you're, you're stuck in an infinity loop if you don't take <laughs> the am. pill, because then you'll never know to take it again. <laughs> It's not like hip-hop, good, marmalade, eh, spick and span, great for cleaning. He didn't say anything. Even if we come back, things will never be the same again. Dun, 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 dun. It's the final countdown. I don't know that I, I can't, I can't with confidence say that I want it that way because that would mean I know what that way is. X Radio X, listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. So let's welcome these lads onto the show. Duval Nation, rise to your feet and welcome Jason Matt from X. Radio X. Jace, Matt, welcome to the show. How are you two today? Great. Thanks for having us on. I just want to go ahead and say I'm I'm really, really happy you guys could make this. I, I, I know it was last minute we threw it together, but I'm really, really pleased you guys could be here. Cool. No, it's we were looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. Good, good. Happy to join. My- happy to join. I start my first question with the same as everybody else. Since how has it been for you guys to navigate this crazy COVID world we're living in? Hmm. Jace, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Sure. I'll uh, give you a little in into Jace's life during COVID. The funny part for me is that it really hasn't changed a whole lot of my life. I, I kind of only did a very few things and uh, my job kept going. I'm one of the lucky few that uh, what I do, I work in communications. So it honestly, outside of maybe going to restaurants and going to concerts, which I really like to do, it hasn't changed my life a whole heck of a lot. 
which is a weird yeah. thing for, I'm sure you don't hear that from everybody. No, actually, <laughs> most of the time I hear people like, you know, I started, I took up a new hobby or, you know, I spent time with my kids or something like that. And I, you know, every now and again, you get to hear one goes, I did nothing. I sat on my ass the whole time. I'm like, well, that's interesting. I did yeah, a lot so of, from... actually, I did a little bit of each one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> for, for me, it changed pretty dramatically work-wise. I went from doing my regular job to, to doing what I call chain gang work. Um, for my company, they, they had a, a setup where if they had to cut way back in certain departments, they didn't want to lose the employees that they had. So they, so they put them in other departments and they would do odd jobs basically. And so I did so many different things over the last year that I had either no qualifications for or no real um, skill set for, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, but it was fun and it was super low uh, stress because it wasn't things that I had to think about afterwards. I would I would you know finish my day and and be completely stress free and go about my you know home life. But what's funny is and and Jace definitely remembers this when we had a moment where we were setting up to go to do a, a reunion or a, a sort of a alumni show at our old college radio station. And right as we mm-hmm. were all traveling to do that is when the world started to shut down. And, and it was really bizarre because we were traveling, you know, going back to the old stomping grounds. And as we were going, we were like, is anything even going to be open? Is the radio station going to still exist when we get there? It was really strange. And then I wasn't because I flew in, I wasn't even sure I was going to be able to get back home after we did our alumni show. But that was a little bit of the impetus to to start the podcast. We did that, we had a blast. And then, you know, when we all went back to our homes, we were like, well, we should do something like this. We should continue the the thread and the narrative. So that's kind of one of the reasons that the podcast uh, started stewing. The inception of the great podcast, it always has a, a unique story behind it. And that's a good one there. So X Radio X, tell us about it. What is it that sets you guys apart from everybody else? I think, uh, I think one of the things that sets us apart is that we have a lot of radio broadcasting experience. And we have done a lot of, we wore many hats in the radio industry. So we can talk and we love, both of us love talking about music. Like we could both talk about music all day long. The ability to talk about music from our perspective, from the fact that we've been, you know, radio DJs and we've talked about, you know, all sorts of aspects of that industry um, and, and especially the music aspect, I think gives us a unique perspective. And we've both done college radio and professional radio. So we have that combination too. And, and I think between the two of us, we have what, like 82 years of radio experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it working in various <laughs> media and radio. I yeah, we're 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 approaching the century mark. I think in years of experience. <laughs> Since we're both only twenty two years old, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You just do that in dog years. I mean, you know. It's... Yeah. <laughs> right. So with X Radio X, the whole idea behind what we were doing is, you know, we wanted to start because we had such a good time doing our reunion show. And then we're like, we need to keep this going somehow. And we're like, let's focus on why we like doing what we do and why we like what we like. And, yeah. and we, we pretty much make no bones about it. We like a lot of this stuff and we like to sit and talk about why we like it. Just like we did when we worked in radio. 
Exactly. <laughs> how hard has it been? You said you've been doing this just a little, little less than a year. How hard has it been for you guys to build an audience? It's different. It's very different. I think, I don't know if hard is the word. It's very slow. I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess so, so. So we're looking at different um, outlets, different social media things. And some of them we had no experience with whatsoever. Like I'm not really a social media guy at all. And all of a sudden now I'm tweeting. Um, <laughs> and Jace, Jace thankfully has done the other social media things because I really just don't know how any of it works. But the idea of starting in Twitter and the Twitter community has been amazing, but it is not always easy to get people who like a tweet to then become a listener and then to become a regular listener or subscriber. That's not something that happens, at least in my experience, it doesn't happen overnight. And it's been every person that's listened, we are so appreciative and we, we get so excited. Like when we see, Oh, look at, look at how many downloads are when someone will post something on Twitter that I listen to your show. It's, it's a, a very slow process for us. And, and every once in a while, we'll, we'll see a, a big push from an episode. Um, but it's not something, I don't want to say it's hard because it's fun, but it's not quick, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No. <laughs> the one thing about it is I've learned is, you know, not only is the podcasting community very, very warming, very supportive. I'm sure you, you hopefully yeah. you've experienced that. But mm -hmm. podcasting in general, this is now my second go at this, a second incarnation of, of whatever I do. Podcasting, it, it's you're hustling, you know. It's a, it's. Right. I mean, we're not making, we're not here doing this for a living, but it's every tweet you put, you've got to put thought into it. Like, okay, if I do this right hashtag, you know, am I going to attract the right people? If I, you know, post in this group, am I going to attract the right people? And it's a, there's a lot of push and tug as to you know mm -hmm. about I mean like what the outcome of one tweet or one Instagram post or or Facebook or, or what's the other one Tik TikTok. What, whatever yeah, TikTok, yeah. Whatever what is a TikTok? Is. Exactly. <laughs> We're showing our age here, gentlemen. We're showing our age. But exactly. Um, but no, it's just those things that there. There are so many incarnations and so many monsters in terms of how to get your name and your brand out there. But sometimes, you know, your original message can get lost in that, uh, you know, utopia bubble, and uh, it's it's interesting sometimes. It is very interesting, and what I've found on Twitter is that I I'm very careful not to. Get involved, and I've seen this from other um, podcasters. You know, you don't get involved in politics, for oh, example, no. because no. because a you would probably get a bunch of people who agree with you, but you would also immediately alienate that other half of the population. <laughs> so it's not really worth. Do, I've already uh, ticked off the guys that sing butter. I've already ticked off that community because of a tweet that I had. So I'm very careful not to offend. There's a um, there's a podcaster who was here. He doesn't have a show anymore. He it's his social media life unfortunately intruded into his personal life, and uh, no. he went after um, a, a certain political member on Twitter. Mm. And we won't say names. He went after and sure. it was this. He started getting death threats and oh yeah, uh, it was the worst. And that's uh, horrible. Yeah, yeah, I don't want that. It's supposed exactly. to be fun. So that's why, like a like a lot of us, we all agree, do not engage in politics mm -hmm. unless your show is actually you know about politics sure yeah religion religion politics do not engage that's my that's just my right. number one motto um my yep. only the only people i will engage in a combative way is amazon because I <laughs> but uh, other than that, but other than that no i i try to i try to keep it very you know pg very friendly i like people like you were talking about live music 
the other day i yeah the first concert i bought tickets for this year i'm gonna go see for the first time ever in my life i'm gonna see the rolling stones <gasps> whoa in November, that's a good in welcome austin, back texas. yeah in austin texas <laughs> all my life i've been Holy very fortunate moly. i've seen hundreds and hundreds of legendary bands i mean you name them yeah. i've probably seen them i have some reason that defies logic the stones have eluded me hmm. and so we are overdue yeah exactly and they're not getting any younger so, <laughs> so i'm like that's true. between now and then i'm like put them in a bubble put them in a bubble you know just <laughs> blend right them. so but let me ask you a question let me get back to it um what has been the aim of your show so far? Is it, you know, is it, you say mostly music, but do you have any other topics that you guys throw about? We like to talk about radio when we can, when we can fit it in when we're talking about music, because that was, that's always been one thing that kind of binds Matt and I together. Besides the world of pop culture, we both love mm -hmm. working in radio. Unfortunately, or I guess depends how you look at it. When we got to the world of professional radio, when you have to do it and get paid for it and reach the right people and say the right things at the right time, it loses the luster of what you thought it was going to be when you were striving for well, it. Then, yeah, that's for and sure. So we and like to talk the, about radio, yeah, how we think it should be and how we liked it. And we're big fans too. I think that even you know, from a perspective of, we listen to a lot of the, the syndicated radio programming and a lot of the comeuppance of certain genres of music from both a, a broadcaster standpoint and then just from a, a listener standpoint like we were we've always our since our childhood been big radio fans and for us mm -hmm. to be fans for so long and then for us to be able to say well now it sucks uh that's and and i know i'm not on a, a ledge when i say that but for the most part it's not great what is your opinion on sirius xm oh it's a double-edged uh, sword for me yeah it's it I, I like it from the standpoint of there's a lot out there and they have it organized in a way that it makes it easy to find the thing that you think you like. But what I always liked about radio growing up, especially when you listened in the off hours, there was a lot of stations where you never knew what you were going to get serious. I don't right. I don't really get that because you know what you're going for. Right. So it's good in that aspect. I don't even mind that it's a paid service. Too much in the beginning i thought oh radio who's going to pay for radio that's dumb but now i'm looking at it and how kind of everything works in the media world i'm like well i can see it being a paid service as long as the people who are participating in it are getting the fair share of that pay but here's the thing about that is you you fall into like a, a wally -E scenario where you're just paying for the exact songs or the exact type of music that you like and that's guaranteeing you're not going to be exposed to anything that you don't like or anything you aren't familiar with. So you're basically saying, well, I'm going to tune into the acoustic songs from 1994 to 1996 station, and I'm just going to listen to that for the rest of my life. And there are a bunch of good acoustic songs from 1993 that you just will never hear. Yeah. That's the thing about Sirius point. is that they, they subgenre themselves to the point that you don't get to hear an off the wall song that hasn't, you know, been exposed to your ears before because you're just saying, I only want to hear this music. And and I, I'm sure that there are some more diverse stations out there, but so many of them are so subcategorized that you're just saying, I only want to hear hair metal. And so then you're only going to hear hair metal. I think that's disappointing. And you said that like it's a bad thing, Matt. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so Who I doesn't I, want to just listen to hair metal on, on end? 
So I, full disclosure, I, I do have Sirius XM, um, but I do yeah. listen to it at work. And one of the things yeah. I like is I can, because where I'm at, you don't get much reception in there. But one thing I do like is um, every now and again, I'll go to the lithium station because, you know, I, everybody loves, you know, alternative music. And yep. they have, uh, they'll have programs on there, stuff that they've, you know, taped years ago and they'll play it, you know, in its entirety. And the other day they had um, Sirius XM Confidential with Chris Cornell, the late Chris Cornell. No. And, and full disclosure, I, I, I'm not one to weep, you know, for any reason. It broke my heart to hear it. I had really? never heard it before. It was beautiful just to hear. If you were a fan, I don't know if you were a fan or not, but his voice was just yeah. so powerful. And uh, yeah, one really of the was, best voices in alternative music. I think. Oh, yeah, without question. Uh, but yeah. yeah, to hear his stories behind, you know, the songs that he had selected for that acoustic show. And oh, man, I tell you what, it, it's I, it was really hard to work on my work that day. I was just so glued. I was like, wow, this yeah. is phenomenal. I was just going to say, when I used to work at an oldie station, I would, you basically at an oldie station in the, you know, 90s, you would hear the same 20 songs, yes. mostly throughout the whole day. And that's fine. You know, if you like oldies, then you're getting what you want. But every once in a while, we would do this syndicated show that was like some oldie staple or some, you know, early, I guess, 60s rock or 70s rock um, artist. We would do a live show of theirs and we would play it in its entirety i can't remember what the name of the show was jace maybe you remember what it was but it would be so fun to just hear something raw and different even though it was kind of within the same genre but it was like waking you up because you're used to hearing you know blah 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 beach boys beatles yeah. and so on and so forth and then you would hear this you know i don't know a, a full live concert by cream and it would just be the whole thing well, oh, are you talking? Amazing. You're talking about King Biscuit's Flower Hour. Yeah, I think. I yeah. think that was one, but there was another one. It was like I can't remember. It was a, a superstar concert series. That's what it was called. That's the okay. That's the other one that we did. Yeah, and I yeah. think that I can appreciate when someone goes out on a limb and does something completely outside of the 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 norm. Like to say, well, we're normally a, a '80s station, but we're going to play instead of what we would play. We're going to play this whole other shows you know, from start to finish, yeah. like, that's cool. I, I think that that's one of the things that there are some shows and, and don't get me wrong. Like I always talk about how radio is awful and it's not all awful. It's just mostly awful, but serious, <laughs> the same thing. Like it's not all bad. There are some good shows on serious and there are some, some creative people that are doing interesting things. I just think that it makes it so easy for the listener to say, I'm just going to listen to what I like and I'm not going to go outside the box. I, it, it's, it's just too easy. It, and then next thing you know, we're all with our arms and limbs hanging lifelessly by our side. And is being that a Wally reference? <laughs> yes, it okay. is. All right. I've only seen it once. I was like, that sounds like Wally. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a Zager and Evans reference from the year 2525. Oh. <laughs> So I got to ask you guys, um, what are any big plans for the future of X Radio X? I mean, do you want to talk about keep the it world going. domination thing, Jace? Or? <laughs> um, I don't know if we want to drop the whole world domination thing on them quite no. yet. I don't know if they're ready for that. Um, but I think it would be cool to get goals? 150 downloads an episode. That would be amazing. It, it would be amazing. But, but to, just to even go even simpler for, than that for me is just to keep going. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. It's it's kind of like having. I have a lot of friends who play in bar bands and garage bands. Still, even even in our you know 
the age that we're at, I'm not going to say how old I am, but they're still slugging away in the bars, even though they have careers and stuff, because they just like doing it. Yeah. And as I explained yeah. to one of my other friends who does podcasts, is like, this is my bar band since I don't do that anymore. And I don't right. play in garage bands anymore. This is my bar band. I want to keep doing it and keep putting stuff into it. And if we happen to get something out of it, that'd be awesome. Cool. When you get the reviews and people come back to you and say, Hey, you know what? This was a fantastic show. You got a, you have something unique to say. Um, you know, I will, I will subscribe, you know, something like that. It sounds like someone's, you know, just pushing the like button on Facebook, but at the same yep. time, when you are like, I'm sure you gentlemen can agree when you're sitting here and you're putting 10 plus hours of effort into one episode, to get that <laughs> yeah. but to get that feedback, be it, you know, Hey, you know what? Uh, this this person's gonna say, hey, you know what? You suck. I've heard this uh, this shit a million times. You know, right. go go away. You don't have nothing to say. And that's just my family. I'm talking about. More, <laughs> I'm talking more about you know the person you never meet online who are just saying, you know what? You you have a great voice. You we enjoy, you know, the content you're providing. Keep doing what you're doing. That to me is like more. That's like Mr. Rogers walking in my room and saying, you know what, neighbor, you're okay. Yes, we. It's amazing. We actually had. We actually had a comment on Twitter. I want to say it was on Twitter. Somebody saying how good we sounded and that we were doing a good job. And oh, I actually took tweets. that. Oh, good. <laughs> well, thank you. Because <laughs> I took that tweet and I turned it around and I said, look, folks, these are people who don't know us and have absolutely no reason to be nice to us. I guess we must be doing something right. Check absolutely. out this episode. You might like it, too. Absolutely. My kids have actually listened. And so believe it or not, my parents have listened to every episode and didn't get mad at anything I've said so far. So I don't know if I'm doing good or doing bad. So, so when that happens to you, Brian, and your daughter says she puts a song on her iPad, make sure that you tweet the artist that um, that you've had her thing. So make sure he can collect his royalties off of you as well. So. That's exactly. Okay. That's a really I, good point. <laughs> I got to be careful because I tweet at that artist all the time. He might start to think I'm a stalker. So, oh yeah, that's bad. You don't want that. So. You got to kind of measure yeah. the tweets when you're when you're fangirling about something all the time. Sometimes you got to take a step back and go, okay, maybe for a couple of weeks I will not tweet yeah. at this artist. Do you know what's funny? So I've yeah. I've been very fortunate over the years. I've met a lot of celebrities and stuff like that, and some of them are really really cool. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I've had a very a few negative experiences. But I've only I've only fanboyed around one person. I think I've mentioned this on the show before. I met Spielberg once. Oh, cool! Steven Spielberg to me is very high on the admiration scale for me. Like he's next to, I don't know, think of something else, but he's very high. Yeah. And um, I met him, and I I I think I barely strung together four sentences. <laughs> but I've met, but I mean, I'm not I've talking, I've met famous musicians. I met they, and I can talk to them like I'm talking to you right now. Very confident, you know, very, com very comfortable, not very engaging. Yeah. Something about Spielberg, man. I was like, da, 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 da. I just could not, <laughs> I could not get words out. And then he, thankfully, he took mercy on me. He shook my hand and said, Thank you for being, you know, listening, watching the films and stuff. But oh, boy, mm. it was, that was like, if I could do one moment in my life over again, I would love to try that again. <laughs> So. <laughs> man i'm trying to think of who that would even be for me that would make me like not just stumble over myself <laughs> i'm sure there's quite uh, a few of them i'm just drawing a blank right now yeah i think Matt, probably stephen michael king for you. Stephen king oh, michael or michael Stipe. Stipe would probably yeah for sure 
Michael Stipe yep. and REM. Yep, yeah. exactly. Huge fan of them. I think a, that I've been on an REM the, kick lately a lot. I don't know why. This lately they've been on rotation on my um, iPhone. Um, it's funny because there's a there's a Twitter a Twitter account that has that's doing um, every day they're doing a cover song or several cover songs. They're doing a song a day from the entire REM um, catalog, and they started with the first album and they're working their way up. And they just finished the Monster album, and it's even hearing them as covers reminds me, holy, these are amazing. These are songs that I forgot that they were some of my favorite songs and I'm just listening to the cover version. And so then I am going back and listening to the originals, but they just have such a crazy diverse catalog and, and they've always been at the top of their game. In my oh, yeah, opinion, I think no matter what they were doing. Yeah. For that question. You know, it's funny. They always say music is a very powerful emotion that like can elicit thoughts and, and, and feelings and stuff like that. My, mm -hmm. When I moved to the United States in 1990, I remember the last song that was playing when we got to Gatwick Airport. And I remember the first song that was playing when we got into the company car that took us to where we were going to live. And the oh, last wow, time I ever heard, the last song I ever heard leaving England was D-Light's Groove is in the Heart. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> and, the first, and the first song that was playing in the car where we got picked up was R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion. And, wow. Um, yeah. So that's cool. That's really cool. And I have a few songs, and we've talked about that in the podcast, but there are a few songs. We actually did an episode about that, but some songs you remember exactly what you were doing, exactly what where you were sitting when you heard it. And you whenever you hear that song again, it takes you at least for a fraction of a second, it takes you right back to that. That's I think that's amazing. There are very few other things that can do that. Oh, absolutely. Um, all right. So let me ask you guys a question. Um I'd like to uh, finish my interviews with the same question I ask everybody else, and it's my favorite one. And this is for okay. both of you. If the entire planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing you would like to say to the people of Earth? Um, tune wow. into X Radio X podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you saved the easiest question for last. I see how you do this now. Very good. I feel like that was a a really weak answer, but that's what I would probably, I wouldn't have anything. I'd be afraid to say anything more profound. <laughs> I don't, man, I don't know what I would say to the people of earth. Um, be nice to each other. There you go. Right. No, 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 no. It's not be nice to each other. Come on, man. Be excellent, be to, excellent each other. to each other and party <laughs> on dudes and party on dude. Party on. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Go ahead and tell us uh, how we can find you guys on social media and where best to listen to X radio X. Take it. Chase. All right. All right. Well, you can find us on all the major um, podcast slingers, wherever you go to download your podcast, we're there. Um, you can find us on Twitter at X Radio X One. Um, you can find us on Instagram at oh gosh, let me remember. I want to say it's X Radio X underscore podcast. And then yep. on Facebook, I'm working on a group. We have our own private group for our our old friends of X Radio X, but I'm working on one for a public facing group. Uh, it's X Radio X Podcast Network because you'd be amazed at how many X Radio X things are out there especially considering the uh, radio station in the UK. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is kind of strange. I, w I would want to add to that, though, that if you are looking for a um, podcast app 
um, good pods and pod chaser are great for leaving reviews. And I suppose that other one with the Apple logo is also pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear that, that one with the fruit logo is pretty popular with the teens for leaving days. reviews. Yeah. For leaving reviews. That's awesome. All right, Jace, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Uh, this has been an absolute treat. And like I said, congratulations, 1,000th follow. Congratulations, gentlemen. Woohoo! Thank you very much. Woo. This has been fun. Thank you. And just like that, Duval Nation, we come to the end of the fun bonus episode. I hope you've learned a lot about our new friends. I will be back cranking out episodes in two weeks while I enjoy this very well-deserved vacation. Until then, Nostar, God bless, and mahalo, planet Earth. <laughs> This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, for the latest news on downloads and to explore past episodes. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show.